Hello, welcome to Mastering Game Podcast with Coach Girish, episode number 47. Hope you all are doing great. Um, and today is going to be part two of the mindfulness practice, the benefits of practicing mindfulness. And, and you remember I have shared this quote state. Um, so this quote state is also similarly to mindfulness practice. It's one form of mindfulness practice. So you remember, coach, C means I am centered. O, I'm open. Open to all the possibilities. The world is full of possibilities. A, I'm aware and I am present. And C, I am connected to this field. I'm connected to Everybody, just remember, whatever you transmit, you receive. You're connected to this beautiful field. And H, I'm able to hold whatever comes through the session, during the conversation. And I'm able to hold that thought, that intent for the whole day. That's it. So if you start practicing this, on a daily basis, in the morning, whenever you feel, it will make a lot of difference. And I do that after my gym practice, after my walk, just practice it for two to three minutes. It sets the tone for a beautiful and awesome and an amazing and an outstanding day. So wouldn't you want to make your day the best day ever? Yes, friends, challenges do come. Negative thoughts do come. Uncertainty, anxiousness is all surrounded. But if you have a dose uh, of uh, mindfulness, if you have that, uh, if you're going to tap into your inner resources, so no matter what people say to you, no matter what happens in the outer world, you are going to enjoy your inner world. As far as your inner world doesn't get disturbed, you are good to go. That's what is all about practicing it, practicing it, practicing over a long period of time. As Robert says, is that it's all about that practice that you you will get into your mem uh, memory, basically. It will develop, the muscles will develop in your memory. Memory muscles, as I say. The muscle memory, whatever you call that. But... It's all about practice and practice and practice. As Tony says, that repetition is the mother of all skills. So the more you repeat, the more you'll be able to get into your muscle memory. If you do it for a day and you try again after a week, chances are you will forget and it'll take time to uh, revert back to that practice. Habits is, and these are good habits, friends. These are really, really good habits to kind of navigate you through any challenging circumstances you may get through. So friends, try it out. Coach state, one minute breathing exercise. Try to be at the present moment. It's an amazing, 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 amazing uh, exercise that you will benefit. So let's start with this beautiful quote. This is very beautiful. Drink your tea slowly and reverently as if it is the axis on which the world earth revolves. 
slowly, evenly, without rushing towards the future. Live the actual moment. Only this moment is life. I repeat. Live the actual moment. Only this moment is in life. By Thich Nhat Hanh. So this is a beautiful uh, quote. So when you're having your tree, take it very slowly and just being in the present moment. I love my cup of tea with a nice small biscuit or a cookie. Dip it in the tea and have that is just that five minutes is so enjoyable, and that is a great way of being in the present moment. So, the seven pillars of mindfulness. First, non-judging. Mindfulness is developed by being an impartial witness to your own experiences impartially. This requires standing back and observing our own thoughts. A great way to practice this is observing your own breathing. And I would like to add in this is an NLP. We call it as the um, second position. So you're not in your shoes. You're in the second position and you're observing yourself breathing and, uh, you know, your own thoughts. So it's a great way of not being attached, but being as a detached observer and looking at that. Patience. Second. Patience is considered to be a form of wisdom. It demonstrates that we understand and accept that sometimes things must unfold in their own way and in their own time. Take the example of the butterfly. Chrysalis, if someone were to interrupt the process of the butterfly emerging from the chrysalis, even with the best intentions, the butterfly would never have the strength to fly. Beginner's mind. Often what we already know can get in the way of seeing things as they really are. Try attempting to experience everything as a new experience, even if it is an old same activity. Even routine activities are a new experience. Because every moment is a brand new moment. As I say, every second gone by, every minute gone by cannot be repeated. This prevents us from getting stuck in the rut of our own ex uh, expertise. Try this experience with your spouse, partner, co-worker, or even on the drive home for work. So just going back onto the butterfly, so beautiful. When you see the butterflies, and I know in Singapore, I think, so there's a butterfly garden wherein, you know, you see all the different colorful butterflies and it brings you at the present moment. I, I am 100% sure if you go into the butterfly garden, you will forget about the past. You will not be worried about the future, but you'll be just at the present moment appreciating the nature, appreciating the color of the butterflies, appreciating how they are so unique and they are so beautiful. So just to add that. So the other one is trust. Cultivating trust is your own inner wisdom, is an essential part of mindfulness practice. Learning to honor your feelings and intuition when something does not feel right is a fundamental aspect of cultivating inner wisdom. When practicing mindfulness, you are taking responsibility for yourself and learning to listen, trust 
your own being. A very important fact. The more you trust yourself, the easier it will be to trust others. This is practically useful in the practice of yoga or any other form of exercise you do. You need to pay attention to your body, back off or stop particular stretches. So this reminds me of a beautiful example of a horse. As I say that you need to trust the horse. You need to be confident when you get onto the saddle. If you uh, display or if you uh, are anxious, if you're nervous, uh, if you, you are fearful that you will fall, the horse will feel the same. And I tried this actually exercise in 2015. This is part of an NLP exercise. And I went on the horse ride. That was for an hour, hour and a half, I guess, on the beach. It was a beautiful experience. First, I was just sitting at the edge of the saddle. And the instructor said, you're going to be probably uh, down in any moment if you don't get, you know, in the middle of the saddle. And just connect with the horse. Just connect. Just feel the horse. And don't think about anything else. Just be at the present moment. Just feel that you are connected to the horse. You are one. And that was a great ex experience. Initially, 20 minutes, I was struggling. But then the rest, balance, 60 minutes was fabulous uh, riding. And that is an experience which has stayed with me of being in the present moment, appreciating what beautiful nature has given us. The other one is non-striving. There is purpose in almost everything we do either striving to get something or somewhere. In meditation, this attitude is actually an obstacle. It involves practice and energy in non-doing. There is no other goal other than for you to be yourself, wherever you are at that. This paradoxical thinking may sound crazy, especially because most people embarked on the mindfulness journey to reduce pain and or stress. However, if you were to actually sit down and say, now I am going, now I am going to um, now reduce my stress and pain, or both by doing the med this meditation, you have introduced the idea into my mind or where you should be as opposed to just being where you are. So it's very important uh, just to add on to that. You know, when I say one minute practice, five minutes practice, yes, initially you will need that because if you haven't done any mindfulness practice, if you haven't done any meditation, it's going to take a long while to do that. For me, it has taken a long while. Um, it has taken some time. But friends, now when I sit for meditation with that beautiful, powerful thought of being in the present moment, appreciating the nature, having the self-compassion, having those elevated thoughts, you can probably sit comfortably for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, uh, you know, in a stretch. But for that, you need to have good amount of sleep. You need to have, uh, you know, um, what, what they call it, relaxation of your mind. Uh, those all are the techniques which I will share in probably in the next episode, the benefits of meditation and the types of meditation which will help you to kind of integrate that as a part of your life. But to start with, I think so mindfulness is a great way um, to practice and bring it into your muscle memory. Acceptance. Acceptance means seeing things as they really are in the present moment. 
this is a very challenging thing. Quite often times we deny or resist what is especially if we don't like it. Unfortunately, by not accepting, we are spending much of the energy trying to force something to be different. This can create more tension and prevent positive things from occurring. Accepting does not mean you have to take a passive attitude towards everything and abandon your principles and values. It simply means you are no longer resisting. So for a moment, just to add on, what is that something that you can accept in life now at this present moment? What is that something that you have been in denial for a very long time? It's very important to have that acceptance. You know, when I make a mistake, that is a big thing as a director, as a owner of the company, you know, saying that I am always right. Yes, the boss is always right. But having that acceptance, he have made a mistake. I'm sorry. That itself requires a lot of, um, you know, uh, mindfulness practice being in the present moment. Appreciating. Or acceptance for anything that matter, you know. It's very, very important. Um, I would say this is the one of the most important virtue. The other one is letting go, which is quite similar. Often our minds can get, can, uh, minds can get caught up on a certain thoughts or idea. Despite our knowledge of that, no good can come of these particular thoughts. We continue to focus on them. Alternatively, there can be certain thoughts or emotions that we try to avoid. In mindfulness, we try to just experience things as they are. Letting go is a way of letting things to be as they are. Consider what outcomes you are attached to and see if you can practice non-attachment. Try letting that experience be what it is and just experience it moment by moment. A good example of letting go is falling asleep. We have to let go of our thoughts and our tension in our body in order to go to sleep. So this is a beautiful example of letting go. Now, this is something that you can practice. Another thing of letting go is, as I said, in LP, we use the, um, the second position, be detached. If you think you are the problem, then you would be the problem. But sometimes we need to get attached. You see an uh, example of a child playing. When the child falls, hurts himself, the mother is worried. But the, the other, uh, you know, the, the, the mother's friend, she says, Hey, it's okay, Mary, no problem. He let him learn. But as a mother, you will be worried. But the, the friend, she is not worried because she is detached. She is not attached. So that is what happens. When you think, when you're, you get attached to the problem, then you think it's your problem. But sometimes we need to get it detached. And the best way is transfer it to God. Whatever you have issues in life, transfer it to God. Give your stress to God. Don't keep it with you. Let it go. That's the best way of being in the present moment. So, 
Mindfulness meditation. Mindfulness meditation involves picking a focus of attention, such as your breathing. For a set number of minutes, you focus on experiencing the sensation of your breathing, as opposed to thinking about your breathing. Just focusing sensation of your breathing, rather than thinking your breathing. Whenever any thoughts come into your mind, gently bring your attention back to experiencing the sensation of your breathing. Mindfulness meditation isn't specifically a tool for cognitive restructuring, but it's a great way to train yourself to be mindful, aware of when you have become lost in thought. Mindfulness awareness of what thoughts you are having is an essential first step in cognitive restructuring. And to add on to this is that um, this is self-compassion, you know. So just before we go to self-compassion, again, if you get any of the negative thoughts or, or any other thoughts which are bothering you or your work-related thoughts, your family, um, whatever that may be, just try to focus on your breathing. Just try to be at the present moment and you will see how much difference it makes. Self-compassion. Self-compassion involves talking to yourself kindly whenever you have a tense sense of suffering. Like mindfulness meditation, self-compassion isn't specifically a tool for cognitive restructuring, but it has that effect. Example, if you have done something silly and normally, you would call yourself stupid, idiot. And I've been telling myself, um, I've told myself a number of times, and I've been told by others as well. Instead, you take a self-compassion approach. You acknowledge you've made a mistake, that you feel embarrassed, and this is part of the universal human experience. Over time, if you replace self-criticism with self-compassion, your thoughts will change, friends. It's just changing that thought. As you do this, you might notice your thoughts about other people becoming kinder and more accepting too. Such a beautiful way, um, a, a contemplation of self-compassion. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about the power of meditation, benefits of meditation, as well as uh, we're going to come back onto the self-compassion because I feel this is a very important part of loving yourself. Um, so we're going to talk this in the next episode. So friends, I hope um, uh, you have enjoyed this uh, podcast. I will leave you with this beautiful quote. When you bow, you should just bow. When you sit, you should just sit. When you eat, you should just eat. Sorry. When you bow, you should just bow. When you sit, you should just sit. When you eat, you should just eat. By Shungri Suzuki. So I hope you have enjoyed this uh, session. And if you have, please do share it with your friends, family members, and share your experience on email or suggestions. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Till that, take care of yourself. Stay healthy. Stay happy. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.